Hi everybody, hope you're doing well. Well, we're in the middle of our Easter series and last week Sarah spoke about how Jesus encountered two of his followers on the road to Emmaus. And did you know that Jesus met with over 500 people after he was risen from the dead? It was as if he'd gone out of his way to encourage them and prepare them for his global mission. I'd like to take a few moments this morning to look at John chapter 20, where Jesus encourages Thomas, who basically was stuck in his faith. He said to his friends, the disciples, I will never believe that Jesus has risen from the dead unless I put my fingers in the holes in his hands where the nails went and my hand in his side where the spear went. I will never believe. And uh, we see from Thomas's reaction there that it's possible for us to kind of get stuck in our faith. After all, he'd seen him walk on the water. We'd seen, he'd seen Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead. He'd fed the 5,000. Uh, he'd healed the sick, healed the blind, calmed the sea. Gee, I mean, Thomas had seen so much. Yet he couldn't make that stretch, that leap, to believe that he'd been risen from the dead and he couldn't really trust what his friends were saying about Jesus and their encounter with him. And John chapter 20 gives us a few insights of this kind of descent into unbelief, so to speak, and the ascent back into the restoration of faith. So what were some of the hindrances for Thomas and what lessons can we learn? Well, we read interestingly enough that when Jesus turned up to his disciples to show them that he was alive it says in the count that Thomas wasn't there and that's very significant that John should mention that you see faith is not a solo deal it's not just a matter of growing my faith on my own just trusting in God and the Holy Spirit and his word to grow my faith now, God has wired us up that he works through his spirit personally to us, through his word personally to us, and through the community of faith, the church, the others. He's arranged the church in such a way that we actually need one another to grow in faith and to grow in God and to actually mature as Christians. And Thomas was isolated, he was unplugged and he was disconnected. And when Jesus turned up in the community of faith, he wasn't there to encounter it and experience it for himself. And so he, he really was stuck where the others were actually beginning to motor and uh, fly through the gears, so to speak. Now I understand why he wasn't there. Uh, he was discouraged, disheartened. Hope had been torn out of his heart. He'd seen his friend and the, his Messiah just butchered and brutalized upon the cross. And it was probably too much for him just to hope again and to be there. He just couldn't go through the motions. But this is the thing. It is in the community of faith that we are restored. It is in the community of faith that our faith is encouraged and pers persevered and strengthened. It is in the community of faith that our faith grows. And John revisits this theme a few verses later when he says, when Jesus turned up again, Thomas was with them. And it was in that moment when Thomas was with them that he was able to have his faith restored. Jesus went up to him and says, see Thomas, put your hands 
in the holes in my hands. Put your hands at the, where the spear went, at the side of my body. And he challenged him. He says, do not disbelieve, believe and see. And so we see the power of the risen Jesus and the work of Jesus in the community of faith because faith is infectious and there's such a thing as a culture of faith that can accelerate us in our faith and in our journey with Jesus. The other thing that Jesus did when he encountered Thomas, he said, look, Thomas, look at the nails. Yes, they're there. Look at the facts. It is. It, it has been difficult. It has all gone wrong in your eyes. Look at the facts. Don't ignore them but actually refocus and recalibrate, see the fact that whilst the nails are there and the spear wound is there, I'm alive. And he began to refocus Thomas's mind on an extra fact, an extra set of facts, something greater than the conclusion that he'd come to. And this is the thing that Jesus does for us. He's continually wanting to recalibrate our thinking that we just don't look at the facts in the, in the stark light of day, but we look at the facts from God's angle, God's resurrection power, God's miraculous opportunities. We look at the facts from God's point of view, not just our own. So it says in Romans chapter 12, don't be transformed, don't be conformed rather to the world's thinking, but you be transformed by the renewing, renewal of your mind that you may know and prove in your experience the perfect, good, pleasing will of God. It's interesting that when Jesus came out of the wilderness preaching and he says the kingdom of God is at hand and he said therefore repent that word in the Greek repent means basically change your mind God's new perspective God's new government God's new way of doing things God's new rule God's heavens heavenly rule is coming to earth and in the light of that just don't think from a human perspective just don't think from a worldly perspective or an earthly perspective think from heaven's point of view think from the impossible god's point of view and let your mind be refocused recalibrated renew think differently so that you can believe god for greater things and then we see jesus over the next three years teaching his disciples not just about the kingdom of God but challenging their faith. Nearly every miracle he did he turns to his disciples when they struggled and marveled and reeled at some of the things that were happening. He would say, oh you little faith, um, how long must I endure you? And he went on a journey of teaching the disciples about the kingdom of God but also investing and growing their faith that when he went back to the Father and they received the Holy Spirit they were recalibrated and booted in their thinking and in their faith to do the things that Jesus did. And so Thomas comes to this place and he has a choice and a challenge from Jesus where Jesus says, Thomas, don't disbelieve but believe and here he is challenging his will to cause himself to focus on a new set of facts that Jesus is risen and the testimony of his friends is true and in that moment he surrendered his mind and his will to the new set of facts that Jesus presented and he said my Lord and my God that's a surrendered mind and a surrendered heart and so here's the situation. We can find as we get disconnected, the disencouragement of life around us can cause us to get stuck in faith. 
as we get connected and we're exposed to the spirit and the presence of the resurrecting Jesus in our midst and in others and through others to us, we can have our faith re-energized and revitalized. As we refocus our minds on the God's perspective and we begin to think as God thinks and sees as God sees and surrender our hearts and our lives to that in a surrendered submitted state my Lord my God we find our faith renewed restored grown and persevered persevered uh, preserved and so I want to encourage you in this season to stay connected now it's not so difficult it's pretty it's more complex now as we are in isolation but do stay connected through zoom through small groups online through whatsapp through facetime through your church streaming stay connected do the phone calls whatever you can do don't get disconnected so you can encourage your faith as much through online as you can do when you're together after all this is over Keep your mind focused on who God is, what he said, what he's shown you, what he's done through the scriptures by the Holy Spirit. Call to mind the things that God has shown you and presented to you so that your mind keeps getting focused on the things that God has done. And surrender your mind, submit your mind and your life to the things you've learned in the past and in the present, the things that he's showing you, that your faith may continue to grow and be preserved that we may be, continue to be equipped for life and mission and the purposes of God through our life, through a strong, robust faith in Christ. God bless you. Have a great day. Stay strong.